Fun fact: Luxembourg has the same exact flag as Netherlands, but just different colored blue. Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast on the city of Luxembourg, or may I say, country. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited for this episode because we are going to be exploring the smallest but one of the best countries, in my opinion, of course, in the continent of Europe. Here's why you need to visit Luxembourg. It has the lowest crime rate in the entire world, has the second highest GDP. Its capital is a world heritage site itself, and Luxembourgians speak at least four languages. All right, you get my point. Everything there, if is not the best, then it is one of the best. It is perfect for everyone around the world to travel to. But first of all, let's get all the facts together. So Luxembourg is one of the smallest countries in the entire world. It is just a teeny tiny bit tinier than the state of Rhode Island in the United States of America. While it is 57 kilometers wide, 82 kilometers long, and 2,500 square kilometers in area, you can drive straight from the bottom to the top in just guess what, an hour and ten minutes. So that's why we're going to just talk about the entire country instead of just a city, because there is no difference. If you want a simple and relaxing vacation, but also want to immerse yourself into the European culture, then Luxembourg is the place to do so. It is surrounded by the countries of Belgium, France, and Germany. This country is divided into two regions. The northern region is called Ostland, which is The part of Luxembourg with mostly mountains, hills, and forests, and the southern part is where the flatland is predominant, and it is also where 85% of all the populations of Luxembourg is located. The European headquarters of Amazon, Skype, Pepsi, J.P. Morgan, FedEx, IKEA, and Alibaba are all located in this country in Europe. So that might explain why they are so rich. They also host the European Court of Justice, won the title of European Capital of Culture, and commonly known as the Green Heart of Europe. Their capital, of course, is the city of Luxembourg. So let's start from there. The first place that we are going to explore is the old quarter of Luxembourg city. So this place is classified by UNESCO in 1994 as a World Heritage Site. Also, fun fact: you can still find this place on the UNESCO World Heritage website, which is unesco.org. Whenever I hear those technical terms like UNESCO, that is half understood by me and half not. I truly feel like that is the place to go. And I mean, whenever I go to a place, I'm always worried that it might be lower than my super high expectation.、Um, but when a place is given this kind of a title, I'm not worried even a tiny bit. So when you stroll around the town, you will only see the pastel-colored houses. This is just a random but unique rule set up by the Luxembourg government out of construction reasons. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Also, since Luxembourg is so culturally fascinating, you could find mostly anything that you could find around Europe. For example. Swiss chocolate is amazing here at Luxembourg. 
Just by looking at the pictures, this place brings me back to the 1800s when the lives of people are much more simple, where people can freely roam around and enjoy the city and its intact nature surrounding it. Just kidding, um, <laughs> that was actually after King Louis XIV, which is the 14th, conquered this place and expanded the town vastly and also its fortification. So that's when people started to relax and enjoy life. Basically, this city was like a fortress back then. Talking about it being a fortress, the next attraction that we will be looking at is Bok Kaisman. It is a cliff where you can find a great viewpoint, but also find the entrance into the famous Kasman du Bok, which is a 21 kilometer network of underground passageways that were carved out of solid rocks from centuries ago um, in order to defend themselves from enemies. There's tunnels dating back to 1644 when it's under Spanish rule, barracks from the 1800s, and even towers from the 1300s. So that dates back um, pretty, pretty long. Even till the world wars, um, they could be used to store up to 35,000 people. So it was also used as a bomb shelter, which came free from centuries ago. Which is quite interesting when you think about it. Centuries ago, they already knew how to build a bomb shelter. So you can either explore this place on your own by foot or learn more about it with a guide. Next, we are onto the National Museum of History and Art of the Luxembourg City. Yeah, I know. It's another museum again. And people always tell you that this one is special, that this is the museum to visit. But I think that museums aren't really a place where you can find sufferings. I mean, if you go to a place and learn nothing about its culture and nothing about its history, then I think you couldn't really truly enjoy the meaning behind it all and appreciate this place as much. So anyway, um, this museum is on the top of my bucket list. Since Luxembourg hadn't really been through too much destruction and major battles, I think that the items displayed in there is very intact and reflects the European history in that area very well. But I think the most interesting thing is that when you are there, the entrance is not like any normal museum's entrances. There is literally a castle placed in front of the museum that is used as the entrance for the Luxembourg Museum. So it is pretty cool. You should definitely explore it when you are there. Next, we have the Grand Ducal Palace. It is a gorgeous building dating back to the Renaissance. This building served as the city hall in the 1500s and headquarters for the Luxembourg government in the 1800s. Unfortunately, during the Nazi occupations, um, many of the jewelries, furnitures, and art collections are all ruined but you can still admire its unbelievable facade from the outside. The building alone, well, if you can filter out all the people and all the streets and all the buildings around you, it truly feels like a vampire's palace during a cloudy day. By the way, the palace is a hotel. How amazing is that? So I actually searched it up and it only costs around 150 American dollars to stay there for a night. 
so great price as well. So these attractions, which are the old quarter of Luxembourg City, the Bock Kassman, the National Museum of History and Art, and the Grand Ducal Palace will probably take you one to two days, three days max. Then we will move right towards the Malerhall region in the east, which is also known as Luxembourg's Little Switzerland. Here you will find exquisite cheese that are fermented perfectly for you to enjoy. I've always hated cheese, I don't know why, but I couldn't resist to try them out when I'm at new places. So whether you love cheese or not, try them out. Believe me, you won't regret it. Luxembourg's oldest city is also located there. It's called Ekaternak. It's not colorful or stunning like other places, but it does give you some historic vibe. Then if you got bored exploring this ancient town, you can always go on the famous Mullerhall Trail. To tell you the truth, you probably won't survive the whole trail. In other words, um, this trail is 112 kilometers from the beginning to the end. But if you're truly one of the few people who amazingly enjoy hiking, then this is absolutely the perfect place for you. And if you're not, don't worry. There's three parts to this trail. There's two 37 kilometer ones the, and one that is 38 kilometers. So those add up to 112 kilometers. So if you're into hiking, hike them all. But if you want to simply enjoy nature, then just pick one of them as a part of the trail. But anyway, this place is filled with moths, trees, and animals, and also with unbelievably uniquely textured and patterned rocks that you probably won't see anywhere else. This place is amazing. After spending another one or two days there, you could head up to the Osling region where you will find the Vianden Castle, Chateau de Vianden, just on the border of Luxembourg and Germany. You know what? I gotta give credit to Luxembourg. This castle is probably the most well-protected, most well-maintained, and one of the biggest castles of all of Europe from the medieval time. However, this castle is restored in 1962 and not original because it was laid in ruin after King William I sold it in 1820. Alright, enough with history. So when you get there, you will first arrive at a super small town and is absolutely magnificent. It's like one of those movie scenes that was supposed to be meant to exist in the 1800s or 1900s. Then afterwards, you can ride a chairlift that gives you a great view from above and save you time from walking. This visit will take you another day. So after all, you will have to spend three to five days here in Luxembourg, which is probably more than enough for such a small country. But if you find yourself to have more time to wander around, you should visit the Berscheid Castle right next to the Vianden Castle or go to the official Luxembourg website which is luxembourgcity.com to find out more attractions or information. If you're wandering about the transportation, you should either rent a car or use public transportations like trains, buses or even bikes. But do not, I mean do not get taxis because they are crazily expensive. After all, Luxembourg is 
such a great place for you to take a short vacation and just relax. It takes you no time to travel from one place to another. So remember, relax and enjoy your time. Remember, if you want more information for Luxembourg, simply visit luxembourgcity.com, where the Luxembourg government had set up a super convenient way to explore more about the country. Stay tuned to the weekly episodes coming out that focuses on one city at a time.